We know what day it is. It's Terrible Tuesday. That's terrible. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. That's a terrible idea. I want to know what the hell he's smoking. Something stinks in here. That's terrible. <laughs> it's Terrible Tuesday. Things gone wrong in the sporting world. All right, the Los Angeles Dodgers have cut ties with Julio Urias. Now, the reason why they cut ties is because Julio Urias did something really stupid again. And I say again because for the second time in four years, he gets arrested for domestic violence charges. The Dodgers have put him on indefinite administrative leave. He was arrested on September the 3rd for domestic violence charges against his girlfriend. Uh, Like I said, second time this happened. It happened four years ago when he was uh, suspended by Major League Baseball for 20 games. Now, Urias was arrested on a felony charge of corporal injury on a spouse or a cohabitant. The arrest took place in Exhibition Park, which is south of downtown Los Angeles, right? Now, the park is home to BMO Stadium, and that's where the LA Galaxy play, you know, the the uh, uh, Major League Soccer uh, team. Well, Lionel Messi in the Inter Milan, uh, Inter, I want to say Inter Milan, right? There, there's my soccer stuff going there. Inter Miami was playing in the MLS game. And there were numerous celebrities that were in attendance. So, yes, uh, he got in an argument. Uh, it got physical. There was an altercation. There were a lot of witnesses. And the Dodgers said, we don't want to be any part of this. And like I said, not the first time. Go back to 2019. Uh, Urias was arrested on suspicion of domestic battery. Uh, he eventually was not charged. However, he did receive a 20-game suspension under the Major League Baseball domestic violence policy. And again, no tolerance for that in MLB or any of the sports. No Major League Baseball player has been suspended twice for violating the policy since its institution in 2015, except Julio Urias. Now, the Dodgers took this to another step yesterday as they have now taken down uh, Urias's locker in the clubhouse. So that tells you right there, he's not coming back. The Dodgers need him. Obviously, he was a pivotal part when they won the World Series in 2020. And speaking of that, the Dodgers also um, have now covered up the two World Series murals that are on display at Dodger Stadium, they covered it up because Urias has his picture on them. How about that? What about the rest of those guys that are in that picture, on that mural? Uh, sorry. Let's... We're going to take it down. We're going we're gonna to put a curtain over it for the time being. Yeah. It's out there, you know, in, in a nice little section where the restaurant area is at Dodger Stadium. Uh, people love going out there to eat and drink during the game, before the game. And, uh, yeah, so the Dodgers saying, uh, we don't condone this. 
Um, he's suspended indefinitely. And the proper terminology, indefinite administrative leave. You're not going to see him part of the Dodgers again as they took down his locker. His nameplate is gone. His locker is emptied out. And the mural is covered up. So, yeah. Good for the Dodgers. And, you know, the Dodgers have been through this before. Trevor Bauer. How much did we talk about Trevor Bauer on this show last year and the year before when all the mess that he went through? And again getting stupid, right? He got stupid at the Staples Center when it was called the Staples Center, Crypto.com Arena. You know, I mean, doing stupid stuff. You know, beat, beating up your girlfriend. or be, I mean, it's stupid. Ridiculous. So I'm glad to see that just about all of our sports leagues have no tolerance for this nonsense. Let's keep it in LA. Let's keep it with baseball. Let's go to Anaheim. Anthony Rendon, it's no secret, Anthony Rendon has been a bust since he came to the Angels after winning a championship World Series with the Washington Nationals. I have always liked Anthony Rendon. I thought he was a great guy to talk to. He was he was fun. Uh, would I would see him a lot in the clubhouse. I would see him in the family area, you know, playing with his kids, uh, you know, after the game. Uh, but Anthony Rendon... When he signed that huge contract with the Angels, man, he has just been, it's been a horrible time for him, missing so many games. Rendon currently on the 60-day injured list for a shin injury. Well, now it's gotten to the point where he's been dodging reporters. He does not want to talk to anybody about his injury. So there was a group of reporters that caught up with him in Anaheim last week. And they finally corralled him. And here's what Anthony Rendon said to the reporters. No habla ingles today. I can tell you for a guy who spoke to Anthony Rendon on numerous occasions, he speaks English. And he speaks rather good English. He's as American as you can get, pretty much. And Anthony Rendon hid behind the no habla ingles today because he did not want to talk to reporters. He was tired of it. That wasn't the end of it, though. Right after he did that, he got in a hoodie, he's covered up his face, and escaped out of the back entrance to the clubhouse. You know what he did? He pulled a Joey Votto. I used to see Joey Votto do that with the Reds. Joey Votto would have a bad game. He would escape. He wouldn't even come out the main entrance of the clubhouse. And the only people, you know the only people that are coming out of the main entrance of the clubhouse down low an hour, hour and a half after a game? Do you know the only people down there are allowed? Our friends and family of the players and the coaches, the manager. That's it. And Joey Votto would do that and just like go out like a side entrance and try to escape everybody. It's like, Joey, there's no media down there. Well, Anthony Randone is pulling a Joey Votto. Oh, pretty crazy. And uh, this actually comes three months after Randone went after a fan in Oakland. Now, I don't know if people remember this or not. About three months ago, the Angels, when actually Randone was actually playing, one of the rare times that he's playing, uh, an Oakland A's fan 
called him a bitch. So right between home plate and the dugout, the fans can, you know, they're, they're pretty close. And as you know, there's only two, 3,000 fans that are going to, to A's games. And so Rendon was walking by to go to the tunnel, and he called on the guy, and he says, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it, Rendon comes out and says, and I'm sure you could probably find this on Twitter. He comes out and says, you called me a bitch? He goes, I heard you. You called me a bitch. And he, and he went after this fan. Well, he didn't physically touch him or anything. And the fan was like, started denying it that, that he called him that. And Rendo went off on him. Well, that cost him four games. That was a four game suspension. Yes. So, but Anthony Rendon's frustrated because he hasn't played much. But he shouldn't be too frustrated because he's making a lot of money. He signed a seven year contract extension for $245 million. After the 2019 season, he signed a seven-year deal for $245 million. Rendon has not been on the field. He played in just 43 games this season. Continuing this disturbing trend following signing that big deal. Here's Rendon's games. All right? He's played in a total of 200 games since coming to Anaheim, playing for the Angels. Played in 58 in 2021, 47 in 2022, and 43 this season. Do the math, 200 games and collecting that kind of money. So I don't know why you're mad. I mean, I can understand why, you know, fans may want to call you out. Anthony Rendon is owed $114 more million the next three years. Hmm. Not really cool. How about some more angels? You want some more angels? We'll give you that. Last Tuesday, do you know what it was over at uh, the Big A? Take a guess, Numbshot. What was it? Shohei Otani Day? Well, you're pretty close. What's that day that every child usually looks forward to? You know, you get, get all dressed up and you're nice and clean. Picture day, right? Yeah. You go back to school, picture day is just a glorious time, right? Everybody loves picture day. Well, the Angels had picture day last Tuesday. Except Shohei Otani wasn't available. So what do you what do you think the Angels did? They took the picture. Except they did. Hey, uh, Shohei's not here. Well, we're still going to do the picture. We got the photographer here. I mean, everyone's dressed up. We're ready to go. They went Hollywood on you. After all, they are in Anaheim, pretty close. They got a body double for Shohei Otani. They called in a body double to take the picture. So they just take their picture. They have some guy dressed up in Otani's uniform. And they said, well, the managers are going, people are going to notice this. Nah, don't worry about it. We're going to Photoshop him in later. And that's what the Angels did. They took a picture without Otani, their superstar, and they had somebody else wear his uniform. How about that? And now they're going to Photoshop. So I really want to get the final picture of this, if we could find it somewhere. And I don't know if it's done yet or whatever, but I want to see really what this looks like. And see if 
you know, our eyes can pick apart Shohei Otani not really being in this team picture. So we'll have to interesting. But yeah, Angels, yeah, I think that maybe you just reschedule it for another day when he is available. All right. Terrible Tuesday. Who is the longest running numbskull on Terrible Tuesday after all these years? We got some nominees. Now, Chuck, you want to take a guess who today's story is about? What sport? I'm not going to give that to no, you. No, no, no. You got to give that to me at least. Well, let me see. What sport do they play? Who? I'll just give you some of the nominees here. Okay. All right. And so, well, I'm not even going to ask you the nominees. I mean, who is a regular on Terrible Tuesday and has been forever? Watson. Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. Okay. He he is one, but these other three have been on more than Deshaun Watson. Okay. Who are we? Antonio Brown. Okay. Right? Yeah. He's been on quite a bit. Our good friend, Not. Adrian Broner. Right? Yeah. Well, he's got something in common with our is it star. Stevens? No, 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 no. no, no. It is football, and he is from Cincinnati, just like Adrian Broner. Once again, Chad Ocotinko. No. no. Adam Pac-Man Jones oh, no. is back on a terrible Tuesday. Oh, no. it's been so long. Yeah. Uh, he did He did good for a while. For a while. For a while. Oh. But he's back. Did you hear what happened? Adam Pac-Man Jones was arrested yesterday. At the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky Airport. As police were called, due to an unruly passenger. Unruly passenger is on the plane. He was cited and charges filed against him for alcohol intoxication, disorderly conduct, and terroristic threats. Now, Pac-Man is saying, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. Uh, not the terroristic threats. Do we want to hear from Adam Pac-Man Jones? I don't know. I don't know if we should play this because I don't know. But he said on the plane that he was asked to be moved from his assigned seats. Did you hear what I said? His assigned seats. Plural. Why does he have two seats? He bought two seats. Because he didn't want anybody to sit next to him. It's not like he's a large guy. We've seen... Large customers buy two seats because they want to be comfortable. But Adam Pac-Man Jones, what, checks in about, what, 5'7", five, 5'8", five, on a good day, right? Yeah, he didn't want anybody to sit next to him, so he bought two seats. What do you think he complained about, Numbchuck, on the plane? Got any idea what he was complaining about while he was drunk on the plane? Unruly passenger next Wh- to him? Why he went? No, 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 no I meant, like, no. the seat that's next. Man, these chargers aren't working. I can't charge my, my, my headphone. I can't, I can't watch a movie. I can't be on my phone. These chargers are not working. You need to move me. Yeah. That's what he's complaining about. Then they got an altercation on the plane. And then the flight attendants had said, we are going to have to turn this plane around now because we cannot have an unruly pasture because you're making other people very uncomfortable here. So yeah. So Jones tries to claim that uh, a lot of this didn't happen. But he was arrested. There are misdemeanor charges for alcohol intoxication, which I 
I, I'm, I'm sure that uh, you know, he cannot dispute that. The disorderly conduct, can't dispute that. But the terroristic threats, he's saying, no way I did that. All right? Adam Padman Jones, is this current or is this an older one? Is this current? All right, let's hear what he's got to say. I bought the two seats because I'm going somewhere. And so she's like, well, if you want to move, we got to turn around the plane. I'm like, I want you to turn around the plane, but I want to... I want to use the plug because I bought two seats. Turn around the plane. We'll get the body camera. So they called me off the plane. Don't say nothing wrong. They locked me up, and here we are now. They say you're charged with terroristic threat, making yeah, terroristic they just, threats. They just bullshit. What about the intoxication part? Do I look Do I look intoxicated to you? I only been locked up for two hours. Yeah. Do I look intoxicated to you? Do you feel like you were treated unfairly? I'm asking you a question. Do I look intoxicated to you? I ma'am? don't know because I don't know what you would look like normally. I'm not gonna. Well, he wasn't. I woke him up for his flight. Man, like I'm, y'all, flight. y'all talking about five, six thirty in the morning. Who, 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 who in the hell is drunk at six thirty in the morning, man? So people just wake up and be drunk going to the airport. Me driving to the airport. I'm dead drunk driving to the airport. No, is that what you're telling me? I'm not. I'm just telling you what they told me. All right, I'm me. just telling you. I'm, yeah. I'm just now leaving out of that, right? You see me right now? Do I look intoxicated? You should know a person if they look. Do I look intoxicated to you? I, sir, I don't I'm know. I'm just asking you a question. Yes or no? I, I can't say yes or no. I, I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Like, this shit getting old, bro. It's getting old. And, like, we got to stop doing this. And y'all, like, I know y'all like to keep running out here. I'm a part of the media, too. Yeah. But report the motherfucking facts. That's why we report the facts and stop reporting the bullshit. That's why I came this, to you. This happened at 6 30 a.m. in the morning, which I paid for two seats myself yeah. to go to Monday night and had a conversation with a, 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 a stewardess. I believe they call them flight attendants now. And there it is. Adam Pac Man Jones. There it is. Back on Terrible Tuesday with those charges. Okay, yeah, time to sober up. But obviously, if you're intoxicated, they're not going to charge you with intoxication. You know how you you get charged with intoxication? You take a breathalyzer, right? They put you through a sobriety test, all right? They're not going to charge you with intoxication unless you are intoxicated. So this was shot by news cameras there in Cincinnati, all right? So yeah, he, he was sobered up a little bit there. But on the plane... Man, come on, man. Turned around in the air, turned around the plane, and landed back at a Pac-Man Jones. Crazy. <laughs> All right, TV time. You know how I love my TV time or hate my TV time. I'm so enthused. I had a Saturday afternoon off. I had a Saturday afternoon off, and I'm sure I get back from Phoenix and... I come back early in the afternoon, and I'm excited to watch Alabama and Texas. All right? And the game is on ESPN and ESPN2. So I ended up on ESPN2 at the beginning of the game, and I don't know how, but that's where I ended up. I don't see the regular ESPN announcers. I see Pat McAfee standing behind the end zone as kickoffs getting ready to take place with two other goofballs standing next to him. And he's talking, and he's holding the microphone, and he's holding, like, 
papers, like uh, your sheets, like you're going to broadcast a game. And now the kickoff happens, and they're still he's still there. I'm going, okay, he's the field guy, right? You're going to go back up, up to the booth. And now a play runs, and another play runs. And I'm going, they're broadcasting this game from the end zone. So then I finally realize what, I, what I'm watching, so I flip it over to to... ESPN, and it's the regular broadcast. I go, oh, they're giving us the goofy broadcast on ESPN, too. So I flip it back just to make sure, right? And what do I see? I don't see Pat McAfee with two other goofballs. I see Pat McAfee with five other goofballs. Yes, sir. You have three at the other end of the stadium behind the end zone, three at this other end of the end zone, with microphones and like like their professional play-by-play announcers, which they're not. It was horrendous. It's the Pat McAfee show. That's this, exactly who it is. This was Saturday afternoon. It wasn't the show. They no, were uh, no, no, but but that's the crew that was there. The six guys. The six guys. They're everybody that's on Pat McAfee. It's AJ Hawk. It's um. Yeah, I can't think of his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. I saw him stand next to that other guy. Yeah. And then, of course, they had to have Matthew McConaughey for a while on the oh show, too. Oh, my God. What is ESPN doing? They now, are, if you want to... They are bowing down to Pat McAfee. They are. They I are. love it. They are. You love it? I, Pat McAfee is awesome. Come on. Pat's a, a, a pun, an average punter, and he, he's made a name for himself through the media. That's cool. And he knows his football. I'm fine with that. But he's not a play-by-play announcer, and you want to make a mockery of six guys calling a game from behind the end zone, behind the cheerleaders, behind everything else, behind the goal pile. I mean, it's it's stupid. ESPN could put something else on. How about put on another game? There's plenty of other college games that are on at 4 o'clock Pacific time. Do that instead of having the same game on two channels. Nobody's watching that. If they're going to watch the game, they're going to watch the game on ESPN, Alabama and Texas. They're not going to watch that version of a goofy sports talk show, you know, just talking to your buddy and and trying to uh, pretend you're a play-by-play announcer. I'm telling you, you didn't watch it. I watched it. No, I was watching the McAfee. silly. I was watching McAfee. The Alabama-Texas game. The Alabama-Texas game. Yeah. Ridiculous. I don't know. Hey. Maybe that's why Alabama lost. I don't know. Hey. But anyway, that's your TV time for today. The much-hyped Alabama-Texas game pulled in 8.8 million viewers in prime time. Yeah, 8.8 million on ESPN, plus another 800,000, the Pat McAfee alternating contest. So 800,000 people were watching McAfee. They were. Watching. And 8.8 were watching the real broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. But still, 800,000 is... How many sports bars just have on ESPN, ESPN2, sports books, and this stuff? They're not even watching, but they're on. But you get credit for that. So, I'm just saying, man. I don't know. You got some terrible Tuesday takes. You can hit us at TC Martin 21 if you like as well, too.